Hi, I'm Dorothy Burton, your host for Governing God's Way. Connecting the timeless principles of scripture to the timely issues of our day. For those who serve, lead, and govern. King Solomon, the wisest public servant leaders who have ever lived, left us with this truth. There is nothing new under the sun, and what has been, (laughs) will be. What was true for him and those who served, led, and governed in his day is just as true for those who do the same today. Timeless principles for times like these. Today's topic is dangerous alliances and yes, men and women. The leadership principle will be taken from 1 Kings 22, 1 through 40. And the same can be gleaned from 2 Chronicles 18, 1 through 34. Both give an account in the life of two public servant leaders, two kings, King Jehoshaphat of Judah and King Ahab of Israel. King Jehoshaphat was deeply committed to God and the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he followed his commandments and didn't do as others serving idols. In fact, Jehoshaphat tore down idols. Uh, He was greatly blessed by God, had a great reputation and was adored by the people. And the boy was loaded. He enjoyed great wealth, great honor. King Ahab, on the other hand, was evil. His wife, Queen Jezebel, was even more evil. And King Ahab is regarded as the most evil of all kings that ruled Israel. People didn't respect him, but they feared him. And he surrounded himself with only people and prophets who sang his praises and told him only what he wanted to hear. Jehoshaphat made an alliance with Ahab by having his son marry Ahab's daughter. One day, King Jehoshaphat went to visit King Ahab. King Ahab threw a feast and in a moment of bravado asked his official saying, Hey, do y'all know that Ramoth Gilead belongs to us and we still have done nothing to take it back? Let's go take back our city. Hmm. Hmm. So he asked King Jehoshaphat, would he join forces with them in going with them to fight the king of Aram and take back their city? Now, this was a moment of bravado for Ahab, but a moment of truth for Jehoshaphat, because Jehoshaphat was one who revered God, whereas Ahab, you know, revered himself. As a public servant leader of faith, you too will be faced with a moment of truth. So Jehoshaphat agreed to go with King Ahab in battle. After all, his son was married to his daughter. So Jehoshaphat, of course, said, I'll go with you. You know, you and I are one. I'm, I'm, I am with you. Your people are my people. My horses, your horses. Jehoshaphat said, but first, let's ask God about it. So Ahab assembled his 400 prophets and asked them, should we go to war and take back Ramoth, Gilead, or not? And of course, them always telling him what he wanted to hear, they all were in agreement, prophesied, said, yes, go, go, and God will give the king victory. But Jehoshaphat asked, he said, wait a minute. He said, is there not a prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of him? Ahab said, yeah, there's one, but I hate him. His name is Micaiah. I hate him. He said, because he never prophesies good concerning me. Always evil. And let me tell you one thing. 
truth will always sound like evil to those who want to do only evil. But Jehoshaphat said, that's no way to talk about anybody. Bring him. Let's hear what he has to say. So Ahab sent for Micaiah and he asked Micaiah the same question. And Micaiah says, okay, so yeah, you'll win. Just go and go up. <laughs> yeah, you'll win. Micaiah had already know had already been told what the, that the false prophets were, you know, singing the praises, saying, "Go and God will give you victory." So he sarcastically said, "Yeah, go on, go, you know, go on, go, you'll win." And this made Ahab furious because because he knew he was being sarcastic. And Ahab said, "How many times have I told you to speak only truth to me when you're talking for the Lord?" I'm trying to front in front of Jehoshaphat too, Robin. So Micaiah broke it down to him. Telling him the vision he saw of the sheep and Israel being scattered because their shepherd was no more. As, as king of Israel, uh, Micaiah was talking about Ahab. Ahab was a shepherd and it was clear that he would be killed because the people were scattered. Moreover, Micaiah told him of another vision he saw of the Lord sitting on his throne, surrounded by all the armies of heaven. And, and the Lord asking who will entice Ahab, king of Israel, to go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? Each spirit gave a response. But then one spirit came forth and stood before the Lord and said, Hey, he said, I, I will entice him. And the Lord said to the spirit, How? Not that the Lord didn't know, but this is for the reader's edification, for our edification. The spirit responded, I, I, I will go and be a deceiving spirit. In the mouth of all his prophets. Then he said to the lion spirit, the Lord said to the lion spirit, you are to entice him and prevail. Go and do so. So the Lord put a deceiving spirit in the mouth of those prophets. Did you hear this? God controls it all. Every spirit, every demon, everything. Every action in the physical is preceded by and or influenced by things in the spiritual. You got to know this. This is why as public servant leaders leading other people and responsible for other people, we must walk closely with God and understand the ways and words of God. We live, lead, and serve in the physical, but the physical is influenced by the spiritual and only God controls the spiritual and only by having a relationship with God will we be able to discern the difference and God can send or use any spirit he can speak to the wind and direct it wherever he chooses as Jesus spoke to the winds remember the winds and the waves when he was on the ship with the disciples and they were all scared and they're in this storm and he spoke and the winds and the waves had to be still. They calmed right down. The disciple, the disciples were like, whoa, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and waves obey him. God can use anything to bring to pass his will. And it was God's will for Ahab, not Jehoshaphat, to be taken out in battle. In that very way to fulfill his word spoken earlier way back through the prophet Elijah to Ahab concerning his death, even before Micaiah did. All of everything we do 
is already pre-planned by God. And we would be fools to not consult him about our decisions. Ahab surrounded himself with prophets and people who only told him what he wanted to hear, not giving thought to the fact that it is God who controls the mind, heart, and mouth of us all to bring about his will, even if it means giving permission to Satan, as he did with Peter, to sift us like wheat. God allowed the lion spirit to fill the mouth of the prophets because of the heart and arrogance of King Ahab to bring about what God's ultimate end. Be careful. When you're in a position of leadership and authority, people will lie to you to stay in your good graces, telling you whatever it is you want to know or they think you want to hear. Never considering that in the end it will cost you because you are the leader. They don't care. It's what you can do for them that matters. Remember that. Never forget this. People aren't doing you any favors when you're in leadership by lying to you. King Ahab and King Jehoshaphat, they did go up to recapture the city. King Ahab, though, thought he would be slick. See, see, Jehoshaphat did what he did, you know, in goodwill. King Ahab, though, thought he would be slick. He hated Micaiah. Get this. He hated Micaiah, but evidently believes Micaiah's prophecy over his own prophets because guess what? He disguised himself. Not wearing his royal robe to, you know, pronounce himself as king. Yet he told Jehoshaphat, no, man, you're going to wear yours. So Jehoshaphat wore his robe. King Ahab disguised himself and didn't wear his. See how people are? He knew they would be after the king. And he didn't care if it was Jehoshaphat that was mistakenly killed. He didn't care. The king of Aram had, had told his men, only go for the king of Israel. So when they saw Jehoshaphat in his robes, they thought he was King Ahab, their real enemy. And they started chasing him to kill him, Jehoshaphat. <laughs> Jehoshaphat cried out. And the Bible says the Lord helped him and diverted the warriors another way. See what it means to have God on your side. People like Ahab will deceive you in a minute for their own good. And just on a whim, I quote, 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 whim, one of the fighters drew his bow and arrow and his arrow pierced through a crack, a crack in Ahab's armor and it ended up killing him. Just as Micaiah prophesied, not as the 400 false prophets who had told him differently. As a public servant leader, the principle to take away from this is this. Be mindful with whom you form alliances and surround yourself with staff and advisors who will tell you the truth, even though it may not be what you want to hear. Otherwise, like King Ahab, it could cost you your position, your livelihood, your credibility. And in the end, it could even cost you your life. If you want to help us help others who serve, lead, and govern, find this podcast. Please share, rate, and review on the platform you're listening. 
Great ratings will help us grow and reach others and help them grow. Good governance begins with self-governance because God always begins from within. Grab a copy of my book from Amazon.com, Why We Fall, The Power of Self-Awareness, the book every public servant leader should read. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Christians in Public Service, please visit our website at christiansinpublicservice.org.